Vitamin D deficiencies are well known in areas of the world like Europe and North America. Are the same problems prevalent in a sunny place like Asia? I'm uh, pleased to be joined uh, by Rota Klauhout, who is the marketing director for the Asia Pacific, to discuss this issue. He's from DSM. Now, Rota, Asia is a sun-drenched place. Um, how can there be vitamin D issues here? Well, surprisingly, although it's a very sunny place, uh, there is a lot of vitamin D deficiency because in Asia, people tend not to be in the sun. They want to have a white skin or a light skin. They want to avoid the sun. And therefore, we do see, looking at data, massive deficiencies. Why do they want light skin? Well, it's a trend. Uh, it's, it's a beauty ideal. They don't want to have a tan because I think white, the whiter your skin, the more um, advanced you look. But this is, this is uh, very subjective, of course. We like a tan. They like a light skin. So, and then how is this being manifested or is this problem on, on, the, on the radar for governments and consumers? It's not really very uh, aware um, at government's level or consumer level. That's why we joined the IOF, International Osteoporosis Foundation. Uh, in December last year, we presented a world map of vitamin D deficiency. And if you look at Asia on that map, for example, India, sun-drenched, and you look at the data, a lot of data is available. It's unbelievable. It's not just a little bit insufficient. It's, they are very deficient in vitamin D. On top of that, Indians tend to have a darker skin tone. And the, long, the darker your skin tone is, the longer you have to stay in the sun to get enough vitamin D via sun. And these kind of problems are being replicated in other Asian countries? Yes. The data we have shows that also in other places in Asia, we see the same deficiency data. So the, the, it's, a, it's a public health issue, but how does it manifest itself? Well, you're absolutely right. It should be treated as a public health issue because avoiding vitamin D deficiency can save a lot of money for uh, Asian countries. Uh, however, the problem is it doesn't really manifest itself very visibly. Okay, if you have severe deficiency, children can develop rickets, soft bone disease, and elderly people would uh, be developing osteoporotic conditions. Now, often when I talk to customers in, in Asia, they think ah, uh, aging is not an issue of concern for us. Well, that's another surprise. If you look at the data, Asia is the fastest aging um, part of the world. And in 2009, the Singapore health minister even coined the term silver tsunami because he was uh, making people aware that uh, the, the doubling of people uh, older than 50 and 60 will create massive uh, healthcare issues for Asian countries. And what do you think is the other best ways to, to boost vitamin D consumption in Asia? Well, first of all, we, we need to make uh, more people aware of the importance of sufficiency in vitamin D. Uh, and then you have to have consumer choice. And at the moment, uh, most foods are not sufficiently fortified with relevant doses of vitamin D, often because of regulatory constraints. So uh, the best choice option for consumers are still supplements. Well, good luck with all those activities, Ruta, and thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much, Shane. Shane Starling for Food Navigator Asia and Nutri Ingredients in Hong Kong at Vita Foods Asia. <laughs>